Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I want to talk about the idea of self-care possibly keeping you anxious. I know we talk a lot about different self-care ideas, different things we can do to take care of ourselves, but sometimes it can be taken to the extreme or it can be taken, as we will talk about in today's episode, to a place of distraction versus care. So this was brought to my attention because Often, and I'm saying this over the years, I have heard of very long involved lists that people have that they do for their self-care. Sometimes it's set into a actual routine. And, you know, I understand that at night, sometimes we have certain things that help us, our sleep hygiene, if we do things in order, they feel best for us. And sometimes we do need to have a list of things that we want to remember to do because a lot of this is new and we have not been taking care of ourselves in these ways. But I have to say, the extreme of that is that it becomes a list of distractions. It becomes a way to still stay disconnected from the self versus caring for the self. It looks like self-care from the outside, perhaps, but it could be that it has gone to the extreme. Now, just hang with me because we can all fall into this. It could be that we started out uh, with best intentions, and then we just keep adding things on. Often we do this in life. If one is good, well, 10 must be better. And so we can become overwhelmed. And especially if the idea of anxiety or high stress levels or PTSD are new to you, you are grasping at whatever might possibly help you to lower that. So I totally understand, but I see it so often that I thought it was time that we address this on the show. Obviously, we all need to do self-care, and that looks different for everybody. And this is where it can be helpful to talk to someone else about what you're doing to see if that is helping or hindering your progress. We're all much too busy. 
I get it. I am too. I can feel the stress of life going on a little bit faster than I particularly want to move. And I can feel the stress of that. And we all are overscheduled and somewhat at some times we can become overwhelmed. And often that's a good sign that we're not doing enough to take care of ourselves. I know self-care is actually probably a term that's way overused, but the reality of it is we do need to take care of ourselves as adults. We are in charge of us. And real self-care is what we want to be doing. And for some people, the self-care list, again, is more stress and it's causing anxiety on its own. So I help people when they bring these lists to often pare it back or to get to the bottom of why all of these things and where are you going with this? Because self-care is not particularly about whether you take a bath or what kind of bath salts or oils you use, whether you have wine or bubbling water, or if you take yoga or you do Tai Chi, or how often you get massages, whether you eat chocolate and what books you're reading. Like all of these things can be included in caring for yourself, but we don't need to do all of them. We don't need to add everything that we hear about to our to-do list of taking care of ourselves. We want it to be a little bit more free form. And the way we do that is by staying in touch with ourselves. So are these self-proclaimed self-care practices and activities that you might be doing helping or keeping you distracted? Are they keeping you busy? And is it just a new list of to-dos that could be adding to the pressure of needing to get so many things done in the day? You know, self-care should feel good. We should do things that take care of ourselves. We give ourselves a break. We want to nourish ourselves and To have some fluff in your life is certainly not bad at all. What we want to watch out for is escapism. We don't want to be escaping from our lives. If our lives are filled with stress and anxiety, escaping from it doesn't help because we have to come back again. It's like the vacation, you're vacating, but you have to come back. So we want to you know, have quiet time and space and pampering, and we all deserve to be indulging ourselves here and there. Do it, enjoy it, but understand that this could be your escape time, your little mini vacation time, and see it as that. But be honest and ask yourself if escaping is bringing you more peace and calm. Are your thoughts still running the show in your busy racing mind? Is it getting better? Or is the to-do list of self-care, I'm doing air quotes here right now, causing you more distress? Self-care, actual self-care is caring for yourself. It's doing the hard work that you have come to acknowledge needs to be done. 
It might be cleaning your house. It could be not eating junk food for dinner and learning how to cook for yourself, even though it's just you at every dinner. It's thinking about what you have done and what you are continuing to do in your life. And we do this with care for ourselves. We do not judge ourselves. It's not a time to punish ourselves, but to have a practice of self-awareness and understanding of the consequences of the actions that we are doing. Self-care means pausing and paying attention, asking the hard questions to yourself or in your journal. How am I? What's working in my life? What's not working in my life? And why is it not working? Why do I feel sad or overwhelmed or ashamed or mad? What can I change? And what am I trying to change that isn't my business? And if I can change it, how can I do that? What do I do first? Caring for yourself as you would for a loved one. These are the questions you would ask a loved one as they were struggling. Escape and regroup and get some distance from the racing thoughts. Yes, but that is not the whole self-care picture. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. You know, sometimes we may be forced to recognize the way that we are currently living and that how it might not be the best way. We may have gone astray or fallen off the track, and sometimes we're forced into seeing that. And sometimes that takes a long time to get there. But with awareness, we can see those things happening sooner. So this is what I mean by self-care. We're paying attention to our lives, what's working, what's not working, and being able to make the changes that might be better for us. Habits, jobs, relationships, all these things can bring frustration, stress, sadness, or other uncomfortable feelings. 
And you can do all of the massages in the world, and that's not going to change the source of your distress. You need to change something. And we can't change anything until we become aware of what is actually going on. So can be as simple as saying no to something. We could be people pleasers and we easily fall into saying yes to everything that comes our way. All of the requests that are made of us and actually self-care is difficult and uncomfortable as it is. So here's when self-care is uncomfortable. It could be saying no to someone or something that has come across our email or a phone call, a text asking us to do something. We only know whether we should say yes or no by our ability to be connected with ourselves, to have awareness of what we are feeling and what we really can add to our plate. A lot of things that are self-care could, again, could be things that you might not have thought of because they're not fluffy. Some self-care is fluffy and we need that too, but some of it is so good for us, but it might be a little bit of a bitter medicine, right? It could be paying attention to our budget and cutting out something like eating out or grabbing the coffees on the way to work. It could be quitting a job. It could be getting a job. It could be putting a big project that you have been wanting to do, putting it on hold until you have the inner resources to actually do it and do it well. It could be quitting drinking. It could be disappointing someone with that no that you have to say to them. And it could be letting yourself feel the pain of a feeling rather than seeking distraction from it. I know that feels difficult, but this is how we keep anxiety at bay, by sitting with it, sitting with those difficult feelings and knowing that we're okay. It's just discomfort. It's very important to remember we need to stay connected to ourselves and check in with ourselves often. And we also need to do that in a way that is conducive for us. Many of us who listen to this show, or myself included, tend to lean more toward the introverted side of things. So we may want to be out in nature alone. We may want to do our own yoga or Tai Chi practice at home versus in a big class. There are some different ways that we will be connecting with ourselves, getting that extra breath of fresh air, right? And then we can connect. When we use these practices as a way to be aware of who we are and what we are feeling, they are awesome but we can use these very same practices and activities as distractions of a way to vacate our lives for a few minutes or a few hours. What you want to do are find things that allow you to listen to yourself and feel the self-awareness, 
really feel it. Your self-care practices are going to be all kinds of different things, and yours are going to be different than mine. But I want you to find a way that you can pause in your life. And maybe that is from a hot bath. And more power to you. That's the way. If you can couple a little bit of fluffy, a real caring for the body in a comfortable bubbly way and still connect inside, that's beautiful. But find that way to pause, to pay attention to it, and to ask yourself those questions. And more importantly, listen to the answers. Don't run away from the hard answers. Let it be okay that something challenging or difficult is being asked of yourself by yourself. It's okay. You can do this. If you need to schedule time in your life to do these things, maybe it is every day, maybe it is every day in your journal, maybe it is once a week where you take a larger chunk of time, but make sure that you are pausing, giving yourself a chance to breathe and have the opportunity to hear yourself. I hope this show is helpful for you, and I hope that you will send me email, continuing to send me email, because it gives me an idea of what you are thinking, what you're doing out there, and how the show can give you a little bit of help. I look forward to being with you again before too long. So let's look at self-care as a way to care deeply for ourselves by being aware of ourselves and our actions. Let's use whatever ways we can to allow ourselves to connect to ourselves and live in ways that keep us in tune with life versus being distracted. And now for today's quote. If you look into your own heart and you find nothing wrong there, what is there to worry about? What is there to fear? And that's from Confucius. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. 